Outerboro Trash Podcast. We're recording in Park Slope right now. Ari, right. what's up, dude? How's it going, Mo? I'm in. Uh, I'm in the crib in Mo's new crib. I got the tour. It's a. Uh, it's a lovely neighborhood. I like it. Yeah, man. Haven't seen you in a long time. It's been about eighteen hours. Yeah, sixteen hours. Eighteen hours. So we went out last night. Yeah, we went to Gatano. Gatano. For those that don't know, the Garden of Love. That's, that's what, what they, they call, call it. it. Yeah. So basically, uh, Gitano, they have one in Tulum. We went there when we were in Tulum um, a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, it's right by the Holland Tunnel. And they wanted to bring Tulum <laughs> to the Holland Tunnel. And what it is, is uh, you have a little sidewalk um, and uh, you have an outdoor uh, area. They, uh, on top of the concrete, they pour some sand. Disco uh, ball. Don't forget the disco ball. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> so they, they pour a little bit of sand, some rocks. Okay, now you're in Mexico. And then on top of that, they start building um, with wood this outdoorsy, uh, I don't know. It was like I don't even know what to call it. It was like a, it was an outdoor shaded seating area, but... If a garbage truck drove right by us, we would smell that garbage. It, right. was, it wasn't that good. Like, <laughs> right, right. A couple of us are like, wow, I feel like we're in Mexico right now. And then no. you hear, and then like, I'm like, oh yeah, no. We're yeah. in New York City still. Smell that New York City shit every now and then. Yeah, everyone was dressed up like they were at the beach. Yeah, we saw yeah. a lot of that boho shit there again. There was tons of the boho energy. There was tons of uh, the floral shirt pattern thing going on. And it was like... You know what? I get it. They wanted their franchise in the restaurant. They want yeah. one in New York City. But yeah, man, I like to pretend. Yeah, we and, all like uh, pretend. you know, I, I learned that when I was in kindergarten, and it's uh, it's fun, man. All um, right, so let me let me ask you a question, Mo. Let's get the restaurant review in. What I know what you ate, but let, tell everybody else what you ate and what you liked and what you didn't like. All right, so uh, let me start with the drinks, right? Like when cocktails. I in, when I was in Mexico, um, there was this spicy drink. It had like a jalapeno in it, and uh, oh, that was a habanero. Oh, right. It was a habanero. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. hot. And I remember when I was in Mexico in Tulum, and uh, I had uh, a couple of sips of that. I was like, <laughs> and um, now, like yesterday, it was just like so watery, and it was just like they made it so non-spicy. And I'm thinking it's because of the clientele, right? A lot of Tulum. There's a lot of South Americans. We noticed that spice tolerance is different. Hell yeah! And yeah. basically. South Americans like like a little like a little kick, right? But mm-hmm. you know, Americans do not. So, but then again, we, you and I are from South Asia, and we like the kick. Yeah. And I was just like, "Yo, what is this, man?" And um, so basically, that was a downgrade. Um, Cocktails were a downgrade for right sure. off the bat, we, for sure. Okay. Um, what about the, the appetizers, what'd you what'd you uh, what'd you think? I ordered a shrimp tartare. No, it was a ceviche. Ceviche, ceviche, it was a ceviche. Sorry, that was good. Um, I enjoyed that. We that didn't good. get that in Mexico. It was so in a I coconut. Kinda, that was nice. Yeah, it was in a coconut. It, it really felt like it was a ceviche. Beach. Ceviche is something that I didn't really start eating a lot until I got older. And I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's just like not a thing in brown families, like cold fish. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know if, if your folks ever served like the cold fish. My mom queezes at sushi still. I'm like, That's funny. Yeah. It. Like my folks, I've had like fish curries. I've had fried fish, but... They're not into sushi. I think it must be a brown people thing, like from the land, you know. Yeah, I think I, I really do think um, you know they have a they have a little uh, phobia, and they're like, "Oh, you're gonna get you're gonna get sick, sick." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, like I bring home poke, and my mom's like, "Gross." 
house. Ew. Yeah, my brother's done that before. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying, so, but yeah. Yeah, cold. So that's the thing. That's an observation I made. Cold fish, is, brown people, doesn't really happen often. But no. yeah, you got the ceviche. It was good. I agree. Yeah. It was good. Um, it, it, but side note, it's really funny because um, brown people, even when it's hot, will eat like hot, spicy foods. Like it's like nine thousand degrees outside. Yeah. You're gonna, you, know, you don't have cold foods. You don't have like shit with fruit in it. Like at least in I'm from Bangladesh. I don't. Not from my area. I don't know if you guys do that. Yeah. But um, even in the mornings, the breakfast, the same shit. But in, instead of rice, tons it's of roti. seasoning, tons of spice. You know how it goes. Yeah, man. Um, and then, okay, so what else did we Watermelon remember? salad. That was whatever. That's was, exactly what you thought it was. Yeah. The, what about the, what about the, uh, like the main dishes? There was really good. The, the Branzino was good. The Branzino. Yeah, the, the Branzino was. Uh, I fucked with it. It was good. Um, I enjoyed it. Everything came with a lot of tortillas. Um, so We had a steak. I thought the steak was mid. The steak, yeah. What did you order? You you ordered it uh, medium rare, right? And I ordered. I always get it medium rare, medium, and it came well done. And it wasn't that it was chewy. There's just some. I don't like sweet steak. I don't like sweetness on my steak. I don't know why. I like salt. Not yeah, sweet. So that was a minor complaint. Yeah, the, um, the chimichurri was not spicy. Nah, it was like regularish, you know. And um, what else did we have? We had some chicken. We'll wrap this up because we're talking about food and. Trashing the restaurant. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, this is our restaurant review. Um, yeah, dude, um, I, I wasn't pleased. I mean, I was pleased. How many stars? You got five. Out of, out of five stars, Mo, what do you give them? Uh, interesting enough, on, um, on Yelp, I saw I had three out, of, uh, three out of five. Do you feel the same? I think I would give it uh, a 2.8. Oh, okay. A little less than the average. What about the Tulum one? Uh, the Tulum one, I'd give it probably like a 4.3. Yeah, I, w- I was going to say 4.2. Good, yeah. I like this. We should do our... We should do a little food rating service moving forward. Go out to restaurants more. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to hear that, uh, comment in the section. Uh, <laughs> comment in the comment section below. Uh, we'll do our little food review thing. So after, you know, we were having a big dinner actually, right? One of our friends from uh, the Midwest. Who, I mean, he grew up next to me. He's my neighbor, but he he's like doing a residency in the Midwest. Came to visit. We were hanging out with him um, and a lot of our mutual friends. His girlfriend, stuff like that. Yeah, I met his girlfriend for the first. time. Yeah, I met his girlfriend for the first time. She's, she's cool people. So I like yeah. it. Good peoples. Uh, we went to, we were in Soho, right? And Soho's a bougie-ass neighborhood. We ended up at some rooftop bar um, at, on top of the Arlo. Yeah. What do you think about that place? Uh, it was hot. <laughs> like like temperature-wise? Yeah, te- well, yeah, temperature-wise, like, you know, it was outdoors again. Yeah, it was. And I was just, we were sweating bullets. We were and- sweating bullets, man. I mean, like, I get it. We were outside, and it's been hot as fuck nowadays. But the one thing I got to say, and I was thinking about this, is that whoever was playing the tunes in there fucking sucked. Yeah. That was awful. Yeah, so uh, describe that. It was just like, we're on a rooftop. A bunch of attractive people all around. Nobody standing up. For starters, bad energy, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone's seated and in their little niche. It's unapproachable energy, right? Mm -hmm. For starters, that's off. I don't like that at all. The music that was being played was like, it wasn't even poppy. It wasn't. It wasn't hip hop. It wasn't pop. It wasn't like house music or tech house or anything uppity at all. I felt like I was listening to slow jams and shit, man. Like, the, I don't remember what specifically I might have heard that I was like, what the fuck's going on here? I heard a lot of acoustic guitar and soft singing. Yeah. There was no theme. Is that, that's what I would go yeah. with. Like, it just played, like, random genres. And then Dua Lipa came on. We're like, yeah. Yeah. We, then, lo- we love us some Dua Lipa. Man. Yeah, we're big Dua Lipa fans. <laughs> love her. Um, she, she has great energy. And, and then it went back to, like, I don't know, some really slow samba. Yeah, and we were like, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, but... The, that place had the same uh, style of um, payment. 
that Gatano did? Oh, that's right. The, the payment system at both, first of all, both of these places had this fun, like, we all know the rules here. COVID era, you're scanning a barcode at a fucking table, ordering something. No I'm, physical menus. No physical menus. You're, you're looking at it on your phone, right? But tell me, tell me what you didn't like about the payment system. All right, so let me describe the payment system. So basically, when we were at Gatano's, we sit down and um, we scan the barcode and you have to open a tab. So it felt like I was in... Uh, I was on eBay, and I had to put in my seat number, put in my credit card information, and uh, we could start a tab. Uh, each phone is their own tab, so there's no more, um, you know, one big tab for the table. There was that can like be useful, though. I do agree that can be useful at times. So, like, you take Venmo out of the equation. Everyone has their own tab. Unless one person's just like, I'll do it all, and then Venmo later. But that doesn't make sense. Right. But it, it does have its use case for especially large groups. I, I would say that. Right. Um, we were sharing, so we were just like, okay, you were, we each order an appetizer and entree and we literally had the whole menu. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what basically you order something, you put it in a cart and then you check out yeah. and then it goes, uh, the ticket goes to the back, back of the house yeah. and they cook your food or whatever and they bring it out to you and, uh, you have to pay per item or you could start a tab. But I noticed there was, you know, your, your uh, menu item, the price, and then the tax, and then the tip amount, right? You're tipping as you go. And a fucking transaction fee. Correct. By the and, way. and a transaction fee, which I understand businesses, when they use credit cards, they are charged a transaction fee. And usually 99% of the time, um, unless you're in like some hood deli, yeah, you are uh, the 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 business takes care of that. But yeah, these exactly. guys are like squeezing every penny. I thought that out of was you. some cheap shit, man. You had a fancy restaurant in Soho, and they're charging you a fucking eighty three cent transaction fee. Yeah, what the fuck? Like uh, we yeah. just paid twenty dollars per cocktail, which I would say is a very exp- that's an expensive cocktail. That's a very expensive right? cocktail. Yeah, and then each of these entrees were like twenty five to thirty five dollars, depending on what protein it was. Well, the Bronzino was uh, thirty. Six. Seconds. Yeah, there you go. That's what I remember. The fish is always most expensive, right? Yeah. And so, why are you send? Why are you sending me an eighty-three cent transaction fee? Like, what the fuck is going on nowadays? You, the business, should be absorbing that fee, or just like don't show it to me in my face. Just bake it into the cost of something else. Mm-hmm. I thought that was silly. I, it, it actually irritated me. I will never go back there again. Yeah, and I used to be a waiter. I used to be a, a bartender. I used to be a, f- a food runner and a busboy. I did it all, mm-hmm. and I understand how these people make their money. Yeah. And I guess I'm thrilled for them because they're doing less work. They don't have to explain the menu to you. They don't have to hand out menus. All they're doing is watering. Yep. Uh, they're not taking your order. But, you know, I'm like, a thought popped into my head. Should I be tipping these people less than 20% because they're doing less work? But I don't have it in me just because, like, I worked in the yeah, industry. Yeah, you have a heart. You have a heart. I thought the same thing. Yeah, I worked in the industry. This is how these people make their money. I'm not going to be like, oh, now you get a, a 12%. No, no, that's not how that works. Yeah. Um, but that's great because they're doing less work per, per They table. are doing less work. And then and it's more have, organized. It's more organized. They, and they can, they can um, have larger sections, which in turn means they make a lot more money per night because there's less servers. So I guess it's good in that sense. And if I was working in the industry, I'd be like, wow, this is great. I can handle more tables. So um, I noticed that change. And this is like, I think my second time going out um, into a, uh, 
Well, this is the first first time in this type of uh, restaurant with this sort of methodology of uh, of serving, yeah. and I, I noticed that, and um, you know, no cash, all that stuff, and it's very very interesting how the world's changing uh, due to COVID. I think that's going to stay. I don't think that's ever going away. Yeah, which is which is interesting to think about. But I like physical menus the same way I like a physical book. Correct. I yeah. like holding it in my hand, feeling it, and we need to bring that shit back. But you know. Uh, no cash, like it's fine for like uh, middle class, upper middle class. Yeah, you're subjecting the poor to torture there, though. Yeah, um, a lot of people, a lot of poor people don't have credit cards. A lot of you know, like if you have bad credit, if you have yeah, um, exactly. You know, you know. Like, sorry, know. continue your thought. No, I was just saying. Um, sometimes, like. People just have cash, and the fact that they don't accept that. I mean, Gitano is not somewhere like a lower, lower. Uh, no, that's a that's a bougie, to. that's a bougie, fancy kind of a place to eat. Yeah. So you know something. I don't know if we mentioned this last time, but the MTA used to accept cash since its inception, and now they do not. They no longer accept cash, and I think that's really going to fuck people up. I think that re- like the MTA is supposed to be. Fair game for everybody, regardless of how much money they make or whether they can afford to use a credit card cash or just have some coins for two seventy five. Yeah, they don't accept cash anymore. That's so fucked up. Like, how much more difficult is it to take some cash? Honestly, so the boots they don't accept cash or coins. No, anymore? no more cash. No okay. more cash. It's fucked up. It's it's really fucking up the uh, the poorer folks. And I don't know if there's a PC way to say poor, but like you know what I mean. Like folks that are relying on cash and don't have credit, like you mentioned. You're, how the fuck are they going to take the train now? Now you're finding ways to ticket people and get tax revenue. Right. I'm not with that. I hate that. Right. I think that's lame. I mean, it's not, it's it's bad enough they keep increasing the um, the price of the like when I was when I was a kid like uh, a token to get. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, now you could tap pre, to pay. Imagine pre, that. Right? Pre Met, MetroCard, um, you had to put in a token, and it was a dollar fifty. I remember that in the nineties and. Now it's two seventy five, and you know I guess due to inflation, it's just going to keep going up. Um, but yeah, man, this whole no cash. You, sh- you should give us an option, right? Yeah. Like, what are the drug dealers going to do, man? <laughs> Let's, where, the, what are, where are the crack dealers going to use their cash now, man? Right, right. You know where are the fucking club strip clubs. Right. That's probably where they wash it. But um, you know it is what it is. I hate I hate to say that's where we're headed, and that our politicians don't realize this fucked up. No cash rule is just not getting the best of us. But I digress. The thing I noticed about yesterday, um, what I had, what, what made my night was that I got to see some of my friends that I haven't seen in a very long time. Um, That's true. Um, yeah, so, and like I got to meet like some new people, their friends, someone significant other. And it, it, it was good. It was a good time. There was a like, reason to be there. I, I connected with people, and um, that's what makes my night. And then... Um, I think about some of the other nights that I used to have. Chase and tail. And it's just like, oh, let's approach this group. Let's approach that group. <laughs> and it just kind of kills my night because like, I'm not really enjoying my friend's company. It's like what, you're on a mission. It's a pressure. Yeah, it's a pressure situation. And I don't think I'm really about that anymore. I think um, I've gotten to man. a point where you know I know what I want out of my life. Mm-hmm. And all of that stuff isn't it. Um, I think every group of men has one friend who is aggressive about let's go approach this group let's go talk to these girls and i i certainly have a friend in mind and we all have a friend in mind there's nothing wrong with that 
But sometimes I'm just like, man, I'm doing my own thing right now. I'm chilling. I'm talking to my friends around me. Yeah. You know, I got a drink. I got my two step going on. I don't I don't need I don't need to go seek a mission, like you said. Yeah. It's always like unnecessary pressure being applied. But but the thing is like we we do end up hanging out with these groups of friends that like going out and it's yeah. because um I think the FOMO hits it kicks in. It's just like, Oh, what if I meet my wife out tonight, you know, like what if I meet my wife at the Brooklyn Mirage? At the- <laughs> and I, I've been to the Mirage and like all these clubs enough times to where like I know that ain't gonna happen. I don't know anyone that's fell in love with the Mirage, brother. Yeah. I don't know anybody. I'm going to the Mirage tonight, but oh, yeah. I am not looking for love, and I know I'm not. I'm probably not gonna find love unless you meet an old friend there, and then one thing leads to another, and there you go. You're married in a couple of years, but <laughs> I, I just, you know, when I was young, I was aware of that. Like you're not gonna find love in the club, but some people do. Unlike the, uh, was it an Usher song? It is an Usher song. Yeah. I, I was, I would listen to that one later. <laughs> fucking classic i feel like a lot of the themes we keep bringing up right now just point back to the late 90s and early 2000s and um that was a fucking weird time man it was man remember the remember the fashion back in the day yeah i saw this tiktok this this funny comedian uh i don't know i think her name's carly aquilino or something like that she goes by the name on tiktok fashion girl for 2069 <laughs> great name no shit wow yeah she's she's funny dude i love her shit she was talking about uh, Y2K fashion. And let me tell you, just to regurgitate the point here, we all dressed like shit back then. What did you wear? Man, I used to wear 4XL t-shirts, baggy-ass pants. I bet those pants and shirts still don't fit me right. And I'm tall as shit now. Yeah, those are the right. Foot Locker ones, right? They had like 3 for 20? Yeah, bro. Or 5 for 20. What was yeah. that? Yeah, G-Unit, G-Unit was the shit back then. I had, uh, I had, oh, a, I had a Got Rich or Die trying shirt. I had a pair of Fat Farm shoes. You know, these were these were that's like one end of the fashion game, and then there's the other, which was like Ed Hardy. Mm. Ed Hardy was expensive and stupid as fuck, but everybody wore it. Reminds me of reminds me of Westchester. Oh, <laughs> Westchester gives off strong Ed Hardy vibes. Yeah, what um, a weird time. Uh, there was a juicy couture. Um, a lot of girls used to wear that in school. I heard um, you told me that one of our one of our new friends last night. One of, I forget his name because I alcohol. But he mentioned that in Italy, they're still wearing that shit. Uh, yeah, I think he said that, right. Um, I need someone to confirm this for me. This is, it's a weird... Yeah, you know, Italians check. are bougie about their fashion, no? I thought they were, like, particularly about... <laughs> they don't like streetwear over there. That's what I hear. Um, I mean, it sounds right. I mean, everything that I know about not... Everything I know about Italy from not being in Italy ever. Yeah. yeah. And just from TV, they're just very, um, you know, very... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? uh an up not upscale um now you're looking for a different version of that word that i'm trying to think of a pc word for now and it's probably uh you're thinking bougie i think i'm like thinking bougie style stylish maybe they're very stylish um you know it's upscale perhaps i mean like yeah it's sort of what we you know you, i well, think everyone has an understanding of what we mean here they they wear pants instead of jeans right they wear button-up shirts instead of t-shirts when possible right everything's tailored yeah, like there's you know, a there's a huge uh, sense of fashion um, there. Yeah, they won the uh, they won the Euro Cup, and I think a lot of people have been bashing the Italians a lot lately. Yeah, there's I, I've seen um, <laughs> I've seen a lot of Italian memes. I've seen a bunch. I put a couple up on my Instagram I, too. I think yeah. they're fucking hilarious. They they are hilarious, I, and I I love I love Italy and their people, but 
This is what you get for winning. The world <laughs> will shit on you for being a winner. So <laughs> a lot of Super Mario, a lot of Mamma Mia, a lot of Sopranos stuff too. A I'm lot of Gabagoo. Where's the Gabagoo? Where's the freaking Gabagoo? Speaking of uh, international shit, the uh, the Olympics are still on. There's going to be no fans because of this Delta variant that's that's flying around, right? And I got I got two points here on the Delta variant that I want to chime in um, and and see what you got to think. The first is, again, going back to TikTok. I I was going through TikTok yesterday, uh, today rather, right earlier, and there's this one influencer chick who was talking about how her and all her friends have the quote unquote New York City summer cold, aka COVID. Mm. You think this shit's coming back? Do you think we're back at the February 2020 phase where people didn't believe it, and then in March it fucked everything up? You think we're back there? Um, I think quite possibly. It's very, uh, it's very possible. Um, you worried? You think this is real? The threat is real, or are you like over it? And you think you're ready to, you're strong enough to beat it? I'm not completely over it because I still wear a mask in in large groups in the, in the subway. Of course, Same. like I'm in like cluttered areas and I'm not wearing a mask. But. Same. Um, I should be more cautious of this kind of stuff, but I do think it's a it's a huge possibility. And uh, a couple of things: it's just um, people aren't giving as much of a shit anymore. No, not at all. Um, because people have been recluse and they want to have their fun. And another thing is that the news isn't like constantly like Cuomo's stupid face is not on TV all yeah, the time. Fuck and that like, dude. And he's not you know giving you all the statistics. And he you know they're not. Like oh, this many people died. You know, they're not they're not talking about it as much anymore. So the news does play in largely to how people feel about things. So that definitely has something to do with it. But um, that's good to know. I don't know. There's no panic if it's coming back. It's hard to say. It, it is hard to say. Yeah. I'm I'm very aware of it. That perhaps I mean, like Los Angeles. You're going to Los Angeles in a in a, in a number of days from today. I oh, heard the mask, the mask mandate's back on over there, man. Yeah, I heard that. In, they in, haven't in had their shit together. Happened. California doesn't have their shit together, so maybe the risk is real for them. But in New York City, I think all of us who live here, we went through a fucking shitty start to 2020. It was, it was like body bags everywhere, freezers and shit. So, um, yeah. Um, so I, I heard the, the mask mandate is back in California. Um, so... Something's definitely going down, and I know in some foreign countries, I can't remember which one. I feel like I, I read about this, but well, in Bangladesh, maybe they're being hit hard. There's there's a couple of countries where like they are still being hit hard. Well, the thing is, the Olympics are happening in Tokyo, mm. and no more fans are allowed because shit's getting too real out there. Yeah, no more fans for starters. Right, and now they got this funny rule like they gave all of these Olympic athletes. He's like, it, it looks like a, a fucking summer camp, man. They got these single beds, so there's, like, no chance of fucking. There's no way two people are, are getting on one of these beds from the picture that I saw. <laughs> and I don't know how, I mean, I don't know how you're going to stop a bunch of very hot, fit athletes from fucking each oh, other. Oh, yeah, but. these are, like, very young people. They're probably, like, 18 to early 20s. Yeah. And uh, they're extremely fit, and they're all put in a camp together. And shit usually goes down, I've heard, from someone. Yeah, I, I remember reading last Olympics that Tinder was popping off over there. And, and <laughs> that, that is hilarious for starters. But the Tokyo Olympics will have no fans and no fucking. I don't know why an athlete really would go there. I mean, it, you're chasing the gold, that's fine. But not everybody wins the gold. A lot of people go in there knowing they're not going to win. Mm. 
who are you who are you doing it for? I guess right, like there's nobody there to cheer for you. Your family probably can't even be there. Yeah, get to uh, go to Tokyo, but Tokyo's on lockdown and shit now. So, yeah, weird. I think it's it's a personal sense of accomplishment, I guess. Um, like if you're like a judo champion, like and that's what you're passionate about. Passionate about judo, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I would like to say I love the Olympics. I'm not trashing anybody for for being an Olympic participant, whether they win or not, but. It's a weird fucking time, man. Like, people were at the Euro 2021 soccer final. That was packed out. Mm-hmm. But now the Olympics can't have anybody. I mean, that's devastating, dude. I love the Olympics. Yeah. The Olympics, um, I used to watch it a lot more when I was, um, when I was a kid. Uh, these days, I, I don't know. I, don't, I personally don't really care. You're probably not around the TV as much, right? Oh, that, that might be it. That because you're when you're flipping through the channels, it's always something on. Doesn't matter like, what time you uh, you open it and you're seeing like uh, like just random sports. You're seeing ice curling and, and shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, now with streaming, and I'm like, I never turn the TV on. Same, Same. thing with music too. Like I don't know what's popular anymore because I don't listen to the radio. Yeah, even when you drive, you don't put the radio on. You just aux it up. Uh, yeah, I just throw my uh, aux cable and I listen to my old albums that I always listen to. So that's I'm not bad. I, some, I, I don't have TikTok either, so I don't know what's pop, what's popping these days. It's interesting. I have TikTok because, for starters, like I, I, uh, I write mobile applications. I write iOS code, so I, I'd like to know what they're working on and how they do it because they're very innovative and cool. But the entertainment value on TikTok exceeds the entertainment value on Instagram, and it's quite close to what I get from Twitter. Twitter, I get to read a lot of funny shit. Tons of tons. I love Twitter, right? Mm. But TikTok is definitely more entertaining than Instagram. It's not even close. Yeah, TikTok is like quick. quick but they quick, send me quick. a lot of like young people shit. I'm talking about like the shit that I don't care about, like 18, 19 year olds dancing and Bella Porsche. Yeah, just you know like the Charlie D'Amelios yeah. and shit. I'm like, all right, this is this is what's popping now. They're doing this fucking shitty dancing. It's not even good dancing. I don't know. I'll never understand it, and I don't think I'm meant to. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I look at it, and I see uh, a chick just, like, doing this, like, dance. She's, like, flailing her arms around, and I'm yeah. like, okay, that's interesting. Like, that's uh, probably take some good choreography, but then I don't really get anything out of it. But I, I do know that TikTok is what you want it to be because um, a friend of mine, he uh, has TikTok, and he's, like, you know, business stuff, e-commerce stuff. That's pretty much what's popping on on his thing. Like, fa- you know, you can get fashion out of it. It's super horny. Like, TikTok is the horniest app I've ever used in my life. It's, like... Sometimes I'm just chilling. I don't want it. I'm not even horny. I'm not even trying to see any horny shit. And then I see ass shaking. Mm. And then I scroll through the next one. And it's somebody talking about fucking somebody. And then, I mean, I don't know. The algorithm must have me figured out or not for that matter. But it is the horniest app I've ever used. And I've asked a lot of people before who have told me the same thing. They're like, it's just unnecessarily horny all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I think apps like that sort of take away from um like your expectations because you're seeing a lot of uh in dating expectations in dating so you're seeing a lot of like very very attractive people it's like instagram like yeah exactly um you know people get very unsatisfied with themselves and um, self-conscious self-conscious with and like you know they're they're um you know like a lot of decent people out there aren't meeting people because like people are expecting like everyone to look like supermodels but like you know i i do think it plays a part in uh sort of the uh the uh, the rotting of our culture to put it very dating's poorly. gotten yeah dating dating's getting weird um, yeah. and I'm not gonna say for me specifically but there's this weird shit that we do in America and I used to date this girl from Germany um, 
She told me that Americans date funny. She was young. When I was dating her, I was 27 and she was 23, right? Okay. 22 maybe. And yeah. she told me that Americans have this bizarre standard of dating where we're juggling women or men for that matter, right? And like she told me in where she grew up in Germany, they just date one person at a time. Mm-hmm. Do you, what, is that your experience here? Juggling? Um, are we talking about like we're not talking about relationships? We're talking no, no. I'm, just the concept of pre-relationship when you're dating. You're dating ton of people at once until you pick somebody. Essentially, that's not a thing where she's from in Germany. Apparently, I don't know if that speaks for the rest of Europe. I doubt yeah. it's like that in England. So the I don't non- know. Non-monogamy um, without you know without being in a relationship, you're just uh, you know seeing a lot of people and hooking up with a lot of people. Well, um, no, it's not just a hookup culture. I think what I'm specifically alluding to here is going on a date on. Monday, Thursday, and Friday, and then you're talking to all three of these people at the same time, and then you're trying to figure out who you like more, who you want more, but you continue to date all of them. Yeah, I do see that um, often in yeah. America, and uh, I know a lot of people that do that, um, and I and I think it's because it sort of feeds their ego and it validates them. Like, you know, Absolutely. Everybody Swiping wants right. to be wanted, so I'm going to take this person on a date, this person on a date, this person on a date, regardless of it you know, whether they see it going anywhere and it just makes them feel good about themselves. But dude, that get expensive. That gets expensive. It is expensive. That really, really is stressful. Like I see it as stressful. I cannot talk to more than like one or two people at Um, a time. Yeah. That's how I'd prefer to do it. One, you know, one at a time is obviously the way I'd prefer to do it. But the problem is I think we have a strong hoe culture and I say hoe as a, as a non-gender specific term. We have a strong hoe culture in America. Hookup culture. I think. Hookup culture, hoe culture, whatever you want to call it, everybody's hoeing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's until a lot of people get older that they realize they got to calm the shit down. Yeah. Yeah. You got, it's, it's a matter of shift in your mentality. I mean, dude, actually, this reminds me. Yesterday, after, after we left Arlo, the, the rooftop, we went, we went into Brooklyn. You remember that? And yeah. we ended up at the woods. Yeah. And, dude, the minute I walked into the woods, I saw some wild shit. Yeah. And, I, and you saw it, too, because I was, like, pointing oh, yeah, it out. I know what you're people. talking about. I walked in there. It was a dance floor. I got a cocktail. I went back to the dance floor, and I saw a, I mean, dude was ugly. <laughs> That's objectively speaking. Dude was ugly. He was, he was fat. Uh, he, he, he wasn't groomed well. He was dressed poorly. I saw him making out with two really hot women at the same time. Yeah, it was sloppy. A, it was, it was a, nasty. Like it was a try kiss. It was a try kiss, and they were hot. Those girls were hot. I, I thought they were dressed well. They looked sexy, and this motherfucker was making out with both of them at the same time. Yeah, and I, you know what? When you see something like that, it could either gross you out or it could inspire you. The world is our oyster, Mo. Yeah, I was confused. I was like, <laughs> "What is happening?" It was it was very weird because I think five minutes later, those two girls did the same thing with another random guy. And at that point, I was like, I don't even want to participate in this trend. <laughs> Excuse me, ladies. COVID is still a thing. Um, that shit was, I mean, Brooklyn's a weird place. I love it. Let's keep it weird. But that, that's just nasty. I would love to know the backstory behind that. I have because to. I have to. It's kind of like, you know, you're, you're flipping through channels and you see like a great scene of a movie, but you haven't seen the rest <laughs> of the movie. You're like, yo, what, what is this? Something did... happened before that that really got them off. Because yeah. that was some weird shit to look at. But again... No judgments here. I think everybody's got their own little relationship thing going on. And yeah, do what you want. Do what you want. Um, but, yeah, man, you're going to the Mirage? 
going right. to the Mirage. It's a uh, lake. Yeah, it's. I'm probably going to get there in a few hours. Right. It should be uh, should be a good time. It's also just starting very late, so I have a feeling it's going to be one of those nights. But I haven't been to the Mirage yet this year, so I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. That's my game plan tonight. One of, one of those nights is the reason I'm not going because I want to be productive, self care, and I want to put some more work into this podcast. You know, I love I wanna, it. I want to. I want to write some more. So. I love to hear it. But hey, man, uh, it's getting late, and I think uh, yeah, we should uh, start making moves in our directions. Yes, sir. I will see you all next week. See you later, folks.